Hello, hello. Welcome to Rethink Your Health with Jen Madden. I am your host, Jen Madden. I am so happy you are here with me today. I am feeling really good. I am in a really nice flow in life in general these days, and I am just embracing it because I also know that life is 50-50, and there are going to be days in their future that don't feel like this. That is the, shall I call it, joy of life. But right now, I'm absolutely loving it. And one of the things I've been doing in this beautiful flow of my life is reading. Reading more. I have always been an avid reader, but I have really made a conscious decision to find more space in my day to actually read. And I read everything, nonfiction, fiction, self-help, all the things. And recently, I have been just falling in love with Ann Patchett. Now, she's been around forever. Those of you who are readers probably know who Ann Patchett is. She has written some wildly successful novels. Uh, the Dutch House is one of my favorites of hers. Listen to the audiobook if you haven't. Tom Hanks is the narrator, and he's fantastic. But anyway, I have been not only just reading her fiction books, but I have also been reading her essays. And a friend of mine gave me a book of essays called These Precious Days by her. And that was really the book that just like got me hooked on her instantly because it's nonfiction. It's it's a book basically of her life and the story, the way she tells her, well, first of all, the way she tells the story of her life is fantastic. She's a fantastic writer. Anyway, so the essays really do give a glimpse of to the reader of her life, obviously told through her perspective in her really brilliant way of writing. Anyway, so obviously I'm hooked on Ann Patchett. So I was like, oh, I want to read more. And I found her other essay book called This is the Story of a Happy Marriage. I'm telling you this all for a reason. It's leading into today's topic. Anyway, in that book, she talks about the craft and the art of writing and she has always known since a very young age that she wanted to be a writer and has done the work and has done all the schooling, all of the hustle to become a well-published author. But she talks about her writing process and how she really needed to develop a discipline around writing in order to produce the essays, the publications that she has written for a ton of different magazines, and her novels. She needed to develop discipline around it. And so she talked about the discipline that she started with because she would have all these fun little games of, you know, I need to play and win a game of solitaire before I can be begin writing for the day. And you know how that goes. Any of you who are solopreneurs out there, you have to be self-motivated and you can play these fun little games, but really, in essence, they are tools of procrastination. So anyway, she had decided after talking to a friend of hers that she was just going to commit to the discipline of writing for one hour a day for 30 days. And she did it no matter what. She sat down at her desk and she wrote, or if she didn't write, she just sat in her desk to kind of like develop the habit of that. Anyway, it really got me thinking just about discipline just in general. 
And when I talk about discipline in this particular podcast, I'm talking about self-discipline because there's obviously different definitions of discipline. Some of you may be thinking about, you know, how you discipline your children, your pets, etc. But in this case, in this podcast, I'm talking about self-discipline. And the topic really, just reading about her process, and I love to learn the creative process um, that people have because I'm just... I'm amazed at people's talent and I want to know more about their craft because talent doesn't just happen. Even if you are given a gift, you still have to work at it. Anyway, so just reading about her process of just really developing the discipline of writing on a regular basis got me thinking about discipline in general. Now, as I'm talking about it, I want you to think about what thoughts you may have about discipline just in general. The word to me has been very triggering. And I'm now at a place in my life because I've done a lot of work where it's not as triggering as it once was. But when you hear me talk about discipline, what thoughts do you have? Like what comes to mind? Is it something like, I know Jen, I should be more disciplined. Or like, oh, discipline feels so restrictive. Or I'm just not a disciplined person because I never finish the things I start. Like what resonates with you or what thoughts do you have when you think about discipline in general? And then whatever those thoughts are, as you know, because you've been listening to this podcast, those thoughts are going to trigger some sort of feeling for you. You know, maybe it's you feel lazy, especially if you're telling yourself, I'm just not disciplined. I don't follow through on anything or maybe defeated Or maybe for me, it was anxious. I used to feel very anxious when I thought about discipline. Now, you know a little bit of my story, hopefully a lot of it in my story because I've been sharing it. It's because I have grown up in diet culture and I, you know, bought the first class ticket on the diet culture plane and I was all about Everything diets, which is everything restrictive, which is, in my opinion, everything disciplined. So I think of discipline, like my default thoughts around discipline is restriction because I'm thinking you have to be disciplined when you're following a diet plan. You have to be disciplined when you're following an exercise plan. And to me, there's like a rigidity that comes along with it. And granted, I was very disciplined when I was following all those diet plans and those exercise plans until I wasn't because my body was like, what are you doing? All right, I did this for long enough and now biology takes over and I'm going to make you eat and you need to rest. But I associate discipline with diet culture, which makes sense. And I think a lot of people do. And it could also be hustle culture. It could be any of these like bullshit things that we take on from society that is our, a definition of success that we're supposed to buy into. The thin body, the big paycheck, the fancy title, the big house, the car, the blah, 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 right? And associated with that is some level of hard work, discipline, go after your goals, and to do that, you need to be rigid and follow a process and yada, yada, yada. So I have always had a really bad reaction to the word discipline. But because I've done the work on myself and I have loosened a lot of the diet rules that I took on, and in general, the rules that I took on that society expects us to just own, because I have let those go. I've talked about just being in this shedding process. I feel like I'm shedding a lot of stuff out of my life. And now 
because I've been doing that, I'm now starting to reintroduce things differently back into my life. Discipline is one of them. Now, I say discipline is one of them, but I am more disciplined than I think I allow myself to think that I am. I'm actually very disciplined when it comes to work. It's always just been something that I have been. Now, listen, there are parts of work just in general where I don't necessarily want to do. Quite frankly, I hate to do, but I do it anyway. And it doesn't create a lot of drama for me. I know that's not like a lot of people, but for me, that is an area that I'm relatively disciplined in. I am disciplined about flossing and brushing my teeth. I think I'm not alone in that. I am disciplined in self-care from a like taking a shower perspective. So I am more disciplined in my life than I give myself credit for. And my guess is it's true for you. It is normal when we're thinking about a certain topic like discipline to hone in on the areas we wish we were more disciplined and forget very easily all the areas that we are disciplined in, right? Our brain is going to go negative. Our brain is going to go look for trouble. And if there is an area that you wish you were more disciplined in and aren't, you're going to hone in on that, forgetting all of the other areas that you're really disciplined in. So I just want to offer that to you that... This conversation may make you a little uncomfortable because you're like, oh my God, I have to be disciplined. Now I'm going to have to start following through. And I want to offer that, yes, that can be true. And those thoughts are very real for you because you're focused in on that one area or maybe a few areas that you would like to be more disciplined in. And I want to just remind you to also look for evidence in the areas that you are disciplined. We have to intentionally look for those areas We have to remind our brain of also the good that we're doing or the areas that we are disciplined in, okay? That takes more effort because our brain is like default negative. Okay, so the thoughts and feelings that you have about discipline and the, the areas that you wish you were more disciplined in may be negative thoughts with negative feelings, especially if it's an area you wish you were better in. Totally makes sense because remember, the basic definition of discipline is basically having self-control and restraint against our basic desires, our basic primal brain desires. So remember, that beautiful primal brain of yours, the one that just runs on default, wants to avoid pain at all costs. It wants to seek pleasure and it definitely does not want to use a lot of energy. So of course, if you are telling yourself that you want to be more disciplined in a specific area, your primal brain is going to freak out, right? Because it's like to that, to our primitive brain, it's like discipline's a drag. It's not fun, feels painful, and it's going to take too much energy. So it makes sense. So I just want to offer that nothing has gone wrong if part of this conversation is making you kind of like feel a little anxious. It's okay. It's just your brain. But here's the thing. When you decide you want to do something because you have a goal or you want to achieve something, you are in your current version of yourself thinking about the future version of yourself and of what you want to achieve. So for example, if you want to 
age with ease and feel better in your body. And you know that having a regular yoga practice is going to support your future body. You are making that decision or that connection in your current version of yourself to support the future version of yourself. Does that make sense? You're doing things now, right? So that you benefit them later on or you benefit from them later on. So you're doing that in your current version today. But we forget when we're living in like the here and now moment, we forget that we're doing this to support or set ourselves up for success in the future. We get caught in like the everyday right? The routine, the monotony of our everyday life. And when we're in that moment, our brain is like, that is a terrible idea. What do you want? You want to go to yoga? Do you know how much energy that's going to take? Like, I feel like sitting on the couch is going to be way more comfortable than going to yoga, right? So in the here and now, your brain is going to be like, nope, we don't want to do that. This is where you get to use your more mature your more evolved prefrontal cortex part of your brain, that's the adult part of your brain, to override the here and now potential discomfort of the moment of here and now so that you can support yourself and set yourself up for future success. Does that make sense? So it's really important that you zoom out when you're in this like, oh, I don't want to do that. That sounds like a terrible idea. Because when you zoom out and look at the big picture of your life, especially the future version of yourself, the version of you in 10 years that really wants to have less aches and pains, you're going to look at the task ahead of you in the today a little bit more differently. Okay? So let's talk about reframing your relationship with discipline in the specific area that you would like to be more disciplined in. So as I've been thinking about this topic, for me, discipline is less rigidity and more self-care, right? It definitely felt very rigid, rigid and restrictive when I was coming from a place of diet culture and fixing myself and thinking that I was a problem that needed to be solved versus I have a body that I love and I want to take care of. I have a life that I love and want to continue to evolve in, right? I have relationships that I really want to nurture. When I look at discipline from that perspective versus this got to beat myself up, got to fix myself perspective, it feels so gentle. It feels so loving. Now, that doesn't mean when I go to do the task, the thing that I want to do on a regular basis, that doesn't mean that my primal brain is not going to have an opinion. It's not like you suddenly think like, oh, discipline is self-care and like everything is sunshine and roses. That is not how it works. I still have a primal brain that is going to have opinions on the things that I want to do in the here and now, right? It just wants to be like totally chill right now. And if I ask it to do something more than it wants to, it's going to have an opinion. But I get to decide ahead of time how I want to feel about discipline just in general. To me... And I was taught this by my teacher and I kind of was like, oh, I hate this, but now I get it. 
Discipline is freedom. Think about that. Our default for the majority of us is discipline is restrictive, right? Rather than it being like open and spacious, spacious, it feels just very restricted. But in general, when you have a discipline, you are actually creating more freedom for yourself. For example, if you're really disciplined with money and you make sure that you pay all your bills and you save money and you spend wisely, you are going to feel a lot more freedom around money than you would if you just randomly spent your money, didn't think about it, like didn't even know how much money you had in your bank account, right? If you had no discipline around money. So the areas that you are disciplined in, let's use brushing your teeth as an example. If you have a good practice, the discipline of flossing and brushing your teeth, you have a more a lot more freedom when it comes to your dental hygiene, the way you eat food, your dentist bills are probably a lot less, right? You go to the dentist willingly because you're not afraid of what the doctor is going to say, right? There's freedom that comes with that. There's like no drama. I have no drama around my teeth anymore because I take really good care of my teeth. I used to have like drama. I used to be afraid to go to the dentist because I was like, oh, I never floss and they're going to ask me if I floss and then I have to tell them I don't and they're going to look at me and judge me, yada, yada, yada. Fill in the blank for anything that you feel the same way about, okay? But the practice of flossing and brushing my teeth have, have, has created a lot more freedom for me because I don't feel anxious about going to the dentist. I know that I'm not going to have a huge dentist bill. I know that my teeth are going to function and be with me for a long time. They're not going to fall out, okay? So I want to just offer that the act of discipline does create more freedom. For me, having the discipline of a yoga practice is going to create more freedom in my life in the future because I will be able to move through my life physically with more ease. Having the discipline around creating your business that you want, doing the tasks that you know you need to do to set yourself up for success is going to create freedom for you in the future right? So it's like that short-term pain for the long-term gain. And I do say pain because your brain is going to have opinions about the thing that you're doing. So I encourage you to start to reframe your relationship with the word discipline and the act of discipline and look at it, start to see if you can look at it from a place of that discipline is actually a form of self-care and that it could give you a lot of freedom. And remind yourself, like I said earlier, that you need to look for evidence in your life right now that you are disciplined and then see if you can connect that evidence with the freedom that that discipline is currently giving you in your life. Okay? Now, how do you become more disciplined in the area that you want to become more disciplined in? First, you need to decide where you would like to be more disciplined. Right, like concretely, not just in general. So for example, I'm going to use, this is actually, um, well, it's a good example. <laughs> but I see, I think of it as a silly example. See, here's my brain thinking and talking out loud. So I play the flute. I have been a musician my entire life. I went to school for it. I'm actually really good at it. Except I have not picked up my flute in probably a year. And I would like to, again, remember I'm adding things back into my life. I would like to start playing more regularly. 
So my brain wants to tell me that's a terrible idea because I'm going to judge myself for this, the way I'm playing now versus the way I used to play. Because right now I'm out of practice. My chops are like, you want to do what? Right? So I am hesitating picking up my flute because I know that I'm going to have to do a lot of rework to get to the place that I want to be at again, be at again so that I can play with other people, etc. So I was thinking about discipline. Well, what do I want to do or how do I want to approach this? One, I need to, one, make the decision on the thing that I want to develop a practice, a disciplined practice in, which is starting to play my flute. Okay, I want to know and I needed to like identify what my current thoughts were about picking up my flute and playing it again because I needed to know where my brain was resisting or rebelling. And honestly, for me, what comes up is this like dread of seeing the skills that I have lost and that it's my muscles are going to be sore again and my lips are going to be sore again and all of that stuff that goes along with it, right? And then with that, obviously, is judgment, right? So I am resisting picking my flute because I know I'm going to judge myself. That's good for me to know because right now I have a very negative perspective of wanting to develop the discipline of practicing on a regular basis. You need to start with where you're at. You need to know where you're at with whatever the thing is. If you want to start a regular exercise practice and you don't have it, why? Like be honest with yourself. Are you afraid you're not going to be able to do it? Are you going to compare yourself to where you once were? Are you going to feel uncomfortable because you're like more achy because you're using muscles you haven't or you're going to be uncomfortable because you're sweating more? Whatever it is in the area that you want to be disciplined in, get honest with yourself about the reasons you're not doing it. And yeah, it could be just like, oh, it's going to take so much energy. Yeah, it's definitely going to take more energy than you're using now. Just be honest with yourself so that you know your starting place. And then I want you to zoom out and look at the big picture of your life. Why do you want to do this thing? Right? Think about the future version of yourself. Think about yourself in 10 years, in 20 years, even in a year. Who do you want to be? You have to zoom out. And answer the question, why do you want to do this thing? How is this going to benefit my life? How, you know, why bother, right? You really need to understand your why. For me, playing the flute is enjoy, like it's a sense of enjoyment and accomplishment because it's challenging. It uses my brain in a different way. It uses the talents that I have, right? It it brings a lot of joy and it kind of keeps me on my toes. It keeps me, uh, my brain a little bit more sharper and I want that as I age. Okay, so that's my why. When you recognize the reason why you want to do something and you really like understand that and believe that, you are going to be more likely to follow through on your decision. Now, I'm going to give you an example of like a why in the past that did not work, right? So this is where you got to be really honest with yourself, In the past, I would tell myself that I wanted to be disciplined in the area of food or exercise because I wanted to be thin. And if somebody asked me, I probably would say, oh, I want to be thin because I want to be healthier, blah, 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 blah. You know, I would give the, the token acceptable answers. But when I was completely honest with myself, 
It's because I thought my life was suddenly going to be amazing when I was thin. That is not a good reason why. So I just want to offer, if you're like dancing in that arena, there is nothing outside of you that is going to make your life amazing and awesome. That is all the work that you do on the inside. Now, there are obviously benefits to your life by developing a discipline of moving your body regularly, of saving your money or being better with money management or um, developing a craft or an art that you just want to get better at, right? But I just want to be very clear that there is nothing that you're going to do that is going to make your life sunshine and roses forever. But it will create freedom in areas that you want. You still have a human brain, my friend. So your life is still going to be 50-50. So if there is an area that you want to be more disciplined with, find or get very real with yourself like as to why you're not doing it now. Zoom out and answer the question, why do I want to do this for the future version of myself? And then be honest. Are you good with that answer? Is that a, a good enough why for you? Because if it is, then you can then zoom back in to your everyday and start to work on developing the discipline of getting to the goal that you want. Now, in the everyday, we're zooming back into the everyday, your brain is going to have an opinion and a not a very like positive opinion of you being disciplined in a new area. Just note it and move on and do the thing anyway. But I also want you to approach the discipline from a place of like realistic expectations. This is not a time to be all or nothing. Again, if you're anything like me, you're going to want to go all in because that's what we did, right? Like especially if you were dieting, you went all in on the diet, all in on the exercise because you thought like if I go all in, then I'm going to achieve the thing. I'm going to, I'm going to be like this for the rest of my life. I literally would think that, oh, this is totally sustainable. No, that was just a game my brain was playing with me. It was not sustainable. So when you want to start developing the art of discipline around a goal that you want to achieve, you need to be realistic. I've talked about and I will continue to talk about the minimum baseline. What is the least amount of whatever the thing is, exercise, practicing, um, you know, playing the flute, whatever it is, what is the least amount that you can do without your brain having an opinion about it? So for me, my decision was I'm going to play for 10 minutes every day. And actually, I even broke that down. I'm going to do something around playing my flute every day. Like literally day one, it's about getting the flute out, putting it together, making sure it's still working and pulling out what music I want to play in the future. Like it didn't even need to be me playing the flute, just 10 minutes around that to develop the habit. So when you are zooming in on your current life and deciding, making a decision that, yes, this is the goal I want to go after, what is the least amount that you can do right now that will set yourself up for success so that you can continually do the thing on a regular basis? Have the discipline of doing it every day or three times a week or whatever it is that you decided. I caution you, and I'll say it a million times, do not go all in. 
Because if you go all in, you are going to burn out and you are going to stop. This is what we do. We get very motivated and very excited. And we think that just doing a little bit isn't enough. But I'm telling you, if you just like say you want to start walking every day, if you start walking five minutes every single day and you develop that habit and slowly increase it, that is going to be more beneficial to you than thinking you're going to go out every day and walk for an hour and you're going to continue to do that for the rest of your life, especially if you're not doing that right now. You will burn out. So it seems like the initial amount may be small, but it is developing the habit of consistently doing something that will increase over time because you're practicing the habit. And the more you do something, the better you get at it, the more likely you're going to continue to do that. Think of any area of your life that you are disciplined in. I will go back to flossing my teeth. When I developed the practice and figured out a way to floss my teeth without like cutting the circulation off of my fingers. <laughs> that was a little dramatic for me. I figured out a way to make sure that I floss my teeth every day, right? So I know that I can do that because I took the time to figure out how am I going to do this every day. A little trick that I do, and my sister and I have done this for 100 years, is anything that we want to do that we really don't want to do, you know, the times that our brain has an opinion, I just like note that, yes, I don't want to do it. But then I tell myself, just do it and then it will be done. For me, that phrase is everything. And then it'll be done. For me, playing 10 minutes every single day, minimum baseline, and then it'll be done. And then I'll do it again tomorrow. And then it'll be done. And little by little, I have established the habit of practicing every day. So if it is going to the gym... And let's say you've committed to a half an hour of going to the gym, right? You go to the gym and then it's done. We waste more time. I swear to God, we waste more time convincing ourselves to go do the thing or shooting on ourselves about doing the thing than it actually takes to just do the thing. A lot of times, and this is why I like minimum baseline, but this is, I'm going to say this with caution. Minimum baseline is good because it is, a lot of times I find that when I'm doing the thing, I get the energy to do the thing. So let's say you want to commit to walking five minutes every single day. You may find yourself like walking 15. The, the caution piece of this is, again, the tendency to go all in or judge yourself for only doing the five minutes or whatever the minimum baseline is, do not do that to yourself. You are going to work against yourself with that mentality, okay? So just make a decision on the thing you want to be disciplined on. Get clear with yourself as to the thoughts you have and the feelings you have about why you're not doing it now. Zoom out on the big picture of your life. Ask yourself, why do you want to do this? Be very honest with yourself. Make sure you like your reason. Then zoom back in to your daily life and decide how are you going to introduce this into your life. Approach that introduction with a minimum baseline, what's the least amount you can do without your brain having an opinion, and then just do it. And just know that your brain is not going to want to do it when you've decided when you're going, when you want to do it. Just know that. Like nothing has gone wrong. Of course your brain is going to be like, this sounds like a terrible idea. We've never done this before. I don't think we should do it. 
So for me, when I know that, it's kind of like, oh yeah, that's right. That's what my brain does. And then just do it anyway and tell yourself and then it will be done. And then you keep doing it and suddenly that thing just becomes a habit and it's just part of your life. So I hope that motivated you a little bit or got you at least thinking about the word discipline a little bit different. Discipline does not have to be rigid. Discipline really is about self-care and freedom, but you have to untangle and get clear with yourself as to how you currently feel about it, like shed those thoughts, you know, look at them, question them, and then shed them, and then see if you could reintroduce new thoughts about discipline, thoughts that are like discipline is actually about me taking care of myself, about me setting myself up for the future that I want. See if you can try that on. And again, start slowly. This is not about being becoming disciplined in every area of your life. Decide where you want to start and then just start following this process. All right, my friend, that's all I got for today. Go after it. Go get her done. And uh, I'll see you next week. And hey, just a side note, if you are liking this podcast, can you do me a favor? Can you make sure that you are subscribed to it on whatever platform you're using? And if you feel so inclined, I would love for you to rate it. You can give me a little star rating. And if you want to give it a review, that would be amazing as well. All right, my friend, I'll talk to you next time. Take care.